It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hello. How's your week been? Hope you've had a good one. This is Marty Miller taking a look at the week of November 21st until 25th in music history. Two appearances from Jerry Hall talking stones this week. In 1997 this week, we lost Michael Hutchins. And in 1975, breaking the mould on a number one single. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. 1990. Mick Jagger married the model Jerry Hall in Bali this week. She always said he was all right. He is a very good father. Um, and now he's all right. He never gave me anything that antibiotics wouldn't cure. <laughs> <laughs> Five years later this week in 1995, the legendary manager of Led Zeppelin, a fellow called Peter Grant, died of a heart attack. He was aged just 60. He was some man on the band side all the way and did whatever it took to make sure the band got paid. There are a lot of managers, unfortunately, who were on what is known as record company managers. They were going to make a deal and like, it's kind of, you know, too pally with the, with the record company. Hence, you don't really get the best for your act, but you get your commission. As far as I'm concerned, no way, you know. It's the group and the manager be the rest. It was this week in 1990 that Bill Wyman announced that his 17-month marriage to the model Mandy Smith was over. You remember this story, don't you? Mandy's mum said, yeah, it's okay. You're 47 years of age. My daughter's 13. You guys can date. It's okay. You can go out and see each other. What? They got married a few years later, but then, after a while, that all ended too. At the time, though, everybody was very happy, except Charlie Watts. I think it's a very good idea he got married. I'm glad he finally taken the plunge. But I don't know anything about it. Perhaps I have made a decent man out of him. You think he's settled down? That's another story, I don't know. <laughs> 1997 this week in excess singer Michael Hutchins was found dead in his hotel room in Sydney he was just 37 years of age it was sadly ruled a suicide but a lot said it um, was just an accident Hutchins death has stunned the music industry both here in Australia and overseas uh, it's just horrific news and um, I'm shocked I just spoke to my friend who was just about to go on tour with him This week in music history, the podcast. In 1975, this week, Queen started a nine-week run at number one on the singles chart with the song Bohemian Rhapsody. My goodness, it was epic to this day, it still is, and here's Brian May talking about the boys making it. Now there you have (laughs) the three of us um, pretending to be girls, really. The female part of the choir. Do you want to hear again? It sounds pretty weird on its own, but of course it it all makes sense in in the structure of the harmonies. Meanwhile, one year later this week, ten hours after his last arrest, Jerry Lee Lewis was arrested again. We only lost the maniac, the killer, um, a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? Well, anyway, he was caught sitting outside Elvis Presley's house, Graceland, and was demanding to see the king, which is fine because they were friends, but it was the gun he was holding they were worried about. What are you going to do with that gun? You're going to shoot it up at present? I said, 
Well, if you're silly enough to think that, I have a problem with that. Get out of that car, though, okay? More Queen stuff this time in 1991. We lost Freddie Mercury complications from AIDS. He died in London at the age of 45, one day after he admitted that he was HIV positive. Freddie Mercury was openly bisexual. He enjoyed the rock star lifestyle to the full. He was born in Zanzibar of Persian descent and spent most of his childhood in India before going to art school in London. He was generous with his wealth and famous for his wild parties, though he played down the glamorous side. You know, it's like a housewife, to be honest. I just go on there, go on there and do my job and then come home. Celebrating guitarist John Squire of Stone Rose's birthday this week, he also did a stint in The Seahorses. Here's John in isolation doing his thing on this great Stone Roses record. <laughs> And it was November of 1984 that the absolute who's who of the pop world came together at a recording studio in London to record the historic Band-Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? Well, tonight, thank God it's them instead of you. I like this as well in isolation, Phil Collins' drum parts. A lot more going on in this than you would think on the actual track. And finally, back to Queen and a statue in Montreux, Switzerland, erected as a tribute to Freddie Mercury. Why? Well, they couldn't get it in London. That was this week in 1996. Again, here's Brian May. We actually tried London, but um, although the fans were very keen on the idea, the authorities were not. Montreux is very close to the, the heart of the band, really, particularly Freddie, because the last few years of his life were mostly spent here. And um, it was a very peaceful place for Freddie because he wasn't pursued by the press like he was in England and that is a look at this week in music history November 21st to November 25th a week in less than 10 minutes zipping through a week in a matter of minutes this week in music history the podcast